Welcome to the What's In My Head podcast. I'm your host, Julian, and thanks for checking out the audio format of our show. If you want to watch these episodes, check us out on YouTube. Just type in youtube.com slash what's in my head podcast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride as I bring you a piece of your childhood each and every week. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button here as well as on YouTube. Make sure to check us out on all social media platforms. That's where I'll ask you, the fans, to drop a question or two for our upcoming guests. You can find us on social media by searching at In My Head Pod. If you're digging the content, leave us a rating and review as that helps us and other fans of pop culture find us. Enjoy the show. Today on the What's in My Head podcast, I have a Miss Olivia Hack. My favorite, one of my favorite secondary characters. I don't mean that to be dismissive at all. I loved Hey Arnold. Um, it's one of my favorite shows of all time. How did you get, we're just going to get right into it. Let's get right into it. How did you get a, to be a part of probably Nickelodeon's greatest cartoon? You think so? Great. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's, really? there's quite a few out there. I'd like to say it's in my top five, but it beats out Rocco. It beats out okay. Invader Zim. Um, okay. Beats out Cat Dog and anything else I could possibly think of. This one is. I love it. Oh, I love it. That's awesome. Um, yeah. I mean, I was, I think, 11 or I had just turned 12 um, when I started Hey Arnold. And I mean, just like you do everything, you just audition and, you know, yeah. whatever. Um, but Hey Arnold was cool because most of the time, now it's become a little more popular, but like, especially back in the day, they didn't use real kids because that, you know, there's limitations and they have to do school and all this stuff. Um, and so it was really cool to be in an all kid cast, you know? Um, and we did it for so long that like you grow up with those people and yeah, it's just, it was, it's an excellent experience. What, when you went and read for these, did you read specifically just for Rhonda or did you try other characters? Are you asking me something that happened when I was 11 years old? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I have no idea. I mean, typically when they're casting like a pilot for a show, you would probably read for like three or four characters. So I might have, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I probably did. But I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. There's, there's like, there's things that I can and there's things that I can't remember. Uh, generally, if it has anything to do with food, comic books, cartoons, TV shows, I can recall it like that. Anything that would make me money, like math, science, social studies, anything like that, it just gone out, gone forever. You know? <laughs> I can completely understand. Um, now, was there a more richer name than Rhonda Wellington Lloyd? I don't think so. I mean, it's pretty posh, right? It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's on the nose for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's And you have to say the whole thing. Yeah, you can't yeah. just say Rhonda or Rhonda no. Lloyd. It's Rhonda no. Wellington Lloyd. Yes. So um, what was it like? Because uh, you said before then it wasn't really kids doing this because of school and everything like that. Mm. What was some of your favorite memories just looking back like, oh, man, you know? You know, I don't know. I remember the What's Opera Arnold episode because we all kind of did that together and sang together and everything. And I, I can't sing to save my life. Um, but yeah, I mean, just it's kind of the whole thing as a whole, like was just great. And and also, too, it's rare for like a cast to record together. Mm-hmm. So like usually you kind of just scheduling and whatever, you'll just, you know, record all your stuff separately. And so when you are able to record as a cast together, you just are able to a act better because you know what the other person's, you know, what their delivery is. So you can respond to that. Um, and it just has such a better flow, you know, because yeah. some of the times you read these lines and you're like, maybe you read the script. Maybe you didn't. You don't always <laughs> know what's you laugh, but yeah. <laughs> um and so, like, people always tell me, like, I did Avatar, uh, yeah. that other Nickelodeon show. Yeah. And people go, oh, the script. I'm like, I never read an Avatar script. I had no idea I was a bad guy until, like, 10 years after that show came out. I had no clue. <laughs> um, I was like, I didn't read the scripts. But Arnold, I, I did. Um, but, yeah, so that whole thing was just great. But, like, we would have fun guest stars. Like, I remember when, like, Jacqueline Bissett came in and all the guys were like really excited because they were like, have you seen the deep and the wet t-shirt? And the <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just a, just like collectively really fun. And then doing the jungle movie was super fun. Um, Fantastic movie. That movie hit me so hard in the feels when right? Arnold's parents come back. You're like, I, cause you, you, you get, you get, 
I guess, led along to saying like, oh, these guys, they're dead. You know, they're mm-hmm. gone throughout the show. And then you start seeing hopes of glimmer. And you never really want to, I guess, I don't want that much hope. And then it just turns out to be they were really gone the entire time. Um, but when they come onto the stage, you're just like, oh, he found his parents. And it's just like, oh, man, it was just so well done and like i said a 31 year old guy hit me right in the feels so oh i'm so glad i i am so happy about the movie because you know like they do all these reboots and whatever and you're like no please like please like oh, don't remake whatever the craft they're doing right now or whatever it is but you're just like stop it um and hey arnold a a lot of the times they do those things and it's like unnecessary like hey arnold was left open-ended you know mm-hmm. so i feel like so there was an opening for that. Um, but also because Craig Bartlett, who created Hey Arnold, um, is so involved. Uh, and it's really like a testament to him and his vision, that whole movie, because um, he tried to get that made for decades, you know. Um, and just the art is great. Yeah. The fact that they brought back the cast, the writing, Jim Lang still did the music again. Like it really has that same feeling it doesn't feel like it feels like a continuation not yeah. some weird thing that they just like some cash grab you know yeah um yeah it's great i i'm super happy with that movie now you, you brought up a, a, two names really craig thank you for making this cartoon but jim for the music there was not a cooler soundtrack or a cooler room i always wanted arnold's room growing oh, up yeah that skylight. Did, right? it was amazing right yeah yeah the flip down bed yeah, and then uh, what do you have is his his alarm clock with his Hey Arnold, Hey Arnold, let's plug into a potato. So, you know, I yeah, like yeah. I like that whole aesthetic, but the music is really what set it off. Like, and this is before I even really understood what music kind of really was, and I still don't really know what it is, mm-hmm. but it, it's something that hooks you. And then you've got the scripts and the characters and everybody is just so well done. It's you know? so interesting you say that though. So many people have mentioned like the music as being the thing, you know, oh, yeah. or the thing that like got them into music or yeah, it's really inter- interesting. I mean, it's great music, um, but it's interesting like what people hook into, you know, mm-hmm. and there's so much just like, I don't know, you know, I think with kids programming in general, like there's just so much garbage. And especially yeah. now we kind of have this like ADD culture of just like bing, zang, boom, you know. Yeah. Um, and so to have like real stories with like a real soundtrack, which is now available on vinyl, uh, (laughs) um, but yeah, I mean, that's part of what makes like Hey Arnold so special and also just like real life storytelling, you know, it's like, oh, you know, even Rhonda, like Rhonda goes broke or like, you know, I think, who is it? Was it Lila? Who's like homeless or like, like there's like real Arnold gets mugged, you know? I mean, like there's real life lessons being learned, which is, and like kind of like hard truths about the world, which is also always like not confronted always um, in kids programming. So yeah, it's nice in that way. uh, You're the, you were supposed to be the second person from the uh, the cast that I was going to have on, but uh, the Justin he did Harold. I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name because I'll end up butchering it. And I always like Shankaro. Yes, that's that, I, I was trying to clap it out, you know, before I asked, and I always ask like, "Hey man, how do you guys pronounce your name?" Because everybody, my name's Julian, but everybody calls me Justin for some reason. Okay. Um, you know, so I, I never like making you know people's names messed up. But um, when I was going to talk to him because he had two episodes that really just come to mind is when he saved the kitten. I don't know if you remember that episode. Um, and he was kind of bunkered in his room and he wouldn't give the kitten up. I do kind of remember this. Yeah. Now yeah. that you're saying. And then uh-huh. the other one is, I can't remember how he got there, but he started working with Mr. Green in the butcher shop. And then he loved it so much after hating it. And then he tried stealing meat so he could stay. And then Mr. Green was like, nah, I know what you're trying to do. He's like, you've learned your lesson type of thing. Yeah. And as a 12 year old seeing this, it's like, man, it really seems like it's not just a cartoon to, to veg out to it. It's, it's meant totally. to tell us something, you know? Yeah, for sure. Did you notice that? I mean, like you said, you, you don't really remember too much because you're 11 and most people wouldn't, but you know, do you remember like when this cartoon was going on, you're like, we're onto something here, or this is something more than just a cartoon. I mean, I knew it was a good show, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I mean, from what I recall, like, I actually watched it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird because, and this is, like, kind of to your question, but I don't know, moving around. Um, 
like now because of social media and whatever and there's more just kind of like fan interaction and I don't know you just know more about the projects you're working on but like back in the back in the day um <laughs> you didn't really know that stuff was popular or like hitting I know that sounds weird but like you're like oh I mean we keep doing seasons of this so yeah. I guess somebody's watching it but you don't really like know how it's like culturally or otherwise kind of affecting people so it's cool years later to like a those kids have grown up right so that's mm -hmm. neat um but b yes see like like there's hey arnold stuff at target you know what i mean yeah. it's just like it's really interesting it's a great time to be a fan <laughs> it's a great time to be a fan yeah. yeah um yeah so it's it's cool to see that that like hits home with people now because i mm -hmm. didn't know it then you know yeah. if that makes sense yeah when when you were what was like I always like asking especially like the child actors when you guys were doing this what was like a normal day-to-day -day life like for you I mean did you guys do school on the set or did you guys have to go to school or how did that whole process work for you so with Arnold we would do that once a week and we would do it after school okay. so um like per law there still has to be a teacher there um mm -hmm. teacher slash like guardian basically just to like make sure nobody's you know everybody's following the rules and whatever yeah. um but no, we didn't do school on set there. I mean, typically you would if you were doing like a TV show or something, but because um, voiceover sessions are only four hours, they do it at like four o'clock or three o'clock and then you just, you know, would do the whole thing. Um, but yeah, but it's a cool thing to do to have that like regular stability, like once a week you go in and you do this yeah. thing, you know? Um, so yeah, super cool. Now, did, did, uh, did you go to school with any of the original cast when you guys did go to school or were everybody pretty separate? yeah super separate i mean la is so big you yeah. know um so yeah everybody comes from everywhere here yeah. the, the idea that you'd be in the same school district is like slim to none <laughs> could, could, i think it'd be just like it's like one of those things you think back like man these guys are doing yeah, this cartoon and they're going to school in the same time they're all cutting up you know gerald's <laughs> over there telling stories on the sidewalk you know <laughs> wishful hope wishful thinking yeah, i suppose yeah. um <laughs> When, when it wrapped, were you guys surprised or when they said you guys weren't going to be doing it anymore? Were you guys surprised or? I don't think so. Cause honestly, like it, it would be hard for me to recall. You would probably know better than me, like what year that actually ended, but I was probably like. 2004. Is maybe that true? I'm looking it up now. I'm really horrible with years. Um, 2004. So I, I would have been. started in yeah, uh, it started in 96, excuse me, 96 to 2004, so. Not 2004, really? Oh, man, you can't see I, I wonder can't if there was like a special and that's why they're saying 2004 or something. Um, yeah, maybe, it was, a, it was on for a really long time. So yeah, so I was probably like 17 when it ended. So no, I mean, or 18, so yeah that's a really long run in yeah. animation and i think they went over because for now syndication doesn't exist um mm. r.i.p uh to residuals um <laughs> but back then you needed 100 uh episodes for syndication yeah. um which is five years or whatever and i think we went over that so yeah. anytime you go over five years you're, that's just like an amazing like gift miracle gift anyway now, um, so no, I, I don't think I was surprised. Just, with, car say? just with cartoons? With everything. With everything? Okay. With everything, yeah. So, like, if something is only, only went three seasons, like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't typically see that as, like, a syndicated mm -hmm. show, you know? Again, now there's no repeats ever. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's, like, typically how the structure used to work. Now, you had, you had mentioned uh, uh, earlier... Oh, shit, I lost my train of thought here for a second. Damn it. Um, you know, you went you went the eight years um, or yeah, it was 96 to, to 2004. Um, and with everything coming back, right? So we had Invader Zim come back and Netflix. Mm -hmm. And if you can't talk about anything you're working on for this show or anything in general, just okay, yeah, yeah. come up with a safe word and just let me know. I won't push the, uh, won't push the, uh, the uh, topic or issue. Sure. Um, but, you know, Rocco came back for a little special mm -hmm. on Netflix and so did Invader Zim. Mm -hmm. um little 90 minute movie just to recap on where they're at now 
Um, have you guys been approached at all to, you know, you guys did that jungle movie a few years ago, but to so bring I back? think what happened, I mean, you know, should I say this? I don't know. I'll just be honest. Um, like, I think basically, so they debuted, what they were going to do was they were going to do, um, the Hey Arnold movie, the Rocco movie, and the Zim movie. Mm -hmm. And they were all going to air on Netflix. And then I think what happened was they aired the Arnold one first and they aired it like the day after Thanksgiving or something. Yeah. And it wasn't really like, or it might have even been on Thanksgiving. It wasn't really like the appropriate like slot necessarily. And they yeah. didn't quite like promote it the way they should. We did a little promotion. Like we all went to New York Comic Con and did some stuff for that. Um, some interviews and stuff but it's like i mean this is my like delusions of grandeur but i'm like <laughs> where's the hey arnold macy's day parade float you know what i mean yeah. if they're gonna have this you know special that they pumped all this like time and energy and money into um and so the ratings were okay but they weren't like spectacular for that yeah um and because of that i think that's why zim and rocco ended up getting released on netflix which is probably what should have happened with arnold to begin with so yeah. i think the idea was or the hope was that arnold would um come out be this smash and then um get picked up and roll into a series and then yeah. that you know didn't happen or whatever um which is unfortunate and also kind of like odd only because from my standpoint they have a built-in audience they're still pushing merch yeah like we were saying at target or wherever mm -hmm. um so it's odd to me that they have that sort of thing happening but then they don't like have the content to i mean i guess they just have a, a million episodes but like yeah it's weird to go to all that trouble and then just kind of like leave it like doa yeah um so yeah i don't know what i uh blah, 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 what nickelodeon's plan is i mean i think for a while they were talking that way but like yeah i think they just it's weird i don't know what nickelodeon's doing it's very odd <laughs> to me we need we need an inside man or woman uh, a mole if you will over in nickelodeon to figure out what they're doing or we gotta start mm -hmm. pushing buttons and get the show back on the air is what i'm really saying um now you brought up the the orc or the uh it was the meat play, the the fruits and veggies, the the pyramid, in the beginning of it. Uh, the hold on. What? So I don't know if you remember, but you guys said you were singing. You remember? Oh, yeah. You guys all had to dress up. Yes. Um, was that the first time you had sang? You know, with uh, like on a TV show or on a cartoon or? I think I'd done like one other little something, but I mean, yeah, I'm not a singer. I will never get hired as a singer. Uh, I audition for stuff all the time for animation and it'll be like, must sing. And it's like, Ugh. I mean, they can pitch you in whatever, but like if they want a singer, if they want to hire a singer, they're not hiring me. I'm not, <laughs> I am not that person. I'm not a singer at all. My voice is annoying. Um, if you couldn't tell. Uh, but when it comes to when it, is it is it like just a different skill set or do you have to be able to sing is it singing in character different than singing I mean yeah I mean because it's not your not it's more difficult right because yeah. it's like not your natural pitch yeah right so you're not singing in your natural oh god I had to do this project once um this thing called open season two and there was like an original and there was a second one and anyway it's a good and, movie. I watch it with my son <laughs> and i was a um like a southern cocker spaniel or something mm -hmm. and then at the very end after i had done all my whole part they were like and you're going to like over the credits we're gonna have all the characters sing and i was like oh shit <laughs> um and it was like it was a song you would know it was like a cover of a song and it was just, I mean, your ears would have bled. It was so bad because I was singing in character as this, I don't Southern even remember what the voice was, but this, yeah, this Southern Cocker Spaniel and you're just singing and you're like, oh, because it's, yeah, you're not singing in your natural register. So it's, it's, it's a shit show. <laughs> it's a shit show. But yeah. Um, 
so I talk I talked to another voice actress, Renee Jacobs, the other day, and she played the original April O'Neil on the 90, uh, 87 oh, nice. part. Uh, um, damn it, man, I can't talk today. The 87 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Nice. Um, and then she said something that I thought was super interesting, because whenever I do one of these these podcasts, I always go back. And usually either right after or within the first day, I go back and listen to see, you know, should I have shut the hell up more? Should I have asked better questions just so I could get better? And then yeah. she, she told me she never watched an episode of anything she ever did. Are you the same way? Or So, so like, it depends on the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Typically, no. Like, sometimes more likely if it's on camera mm-hmm. um cuz same thing as you said just like performance level yeah. um animation comes out so far after we record it that it, at that point it's kind of like moot you know yeah um but also like i i remember i do i do feel like i watched hey arnold um avatar did not watch at all no? and at all and <laughs> that was like it was like I don't know, eight years after that show was on. And I went to a Comic-Con in like Australia and New Zealand. And I thought they had flown me out there for other stuff, you yeah. know, cause I've done other stuff. I don't know. And everybody was there for Avatar. And I had just like not even thought about this show. I had no idea it was popular. I had no clue. I had no clue anyone even knew what this show was. Cause there wasn't like a lot of merch for it. It wasn't some big toy show. There weren't toys at McDonald's or po you know what I mean? Like nobody yeah. ever mentioned Avatar to me. No clue. Um, and then recently it was released this summer on Netflix, re-released oh, yeah. or whatever. And then now because of COVID or whatever, it's like the longest running the longest running show ever in the top ten on Netflix. Like it had an explosive summer. And I was just like, so now I've seen all of season one and part of season two and i'm working my way through it um we're about tied with as far as we've got okay, my kid okay. my kid talk i i joined the navy pretty close to when this came out um then i got out and then it's just one of those things there's so much content out there right there's now so much. between yeah. netflix hulu amazon and then you've got regular cable and if you like sports there's sports on there too now to an extent um and then you know so you can't my kid keep up with it all it's impossible. I mean, yeah. like there's certain things that if it's on, it's on. Like I'll go and record all of my NBA games for my team, the magic. Um, so I'll record all those and watch them when I can. Um, but my kid just kept saying, you got to watch this. You got to watch this. This is good. This is good. This is good. And I'm like, all right, I guess so. And then my friends were saying it. And then we started watching. I'm like, wow, my kid wasn't lying to me. This is actually <laughs> really good. <laughs> right? Yeah. And supposedly like, so after season one, that's when it gets serialized, you know? Mm. And so then it really starts like picking up the pace. Um, yeah, supposedly I'm going to laugh and I'm going to cry. So <laughs> it's good. But I, but yeah, I had no clue about that. And then, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll watch things, but I'm definitely not a, you kind of just like do it and forget about it, you know? Um, which also sometimes, you know, you feel guilty about because it, it means so much to some certain people and you're like yeah. oh, I, don't, I don't know you can only do um, what you can do yeah but hey arnold i feel, i have like very strong feelings for just because i think that that show is like very heartfelt and i mean i mean it's like a vietnam christmas episode you know what i mean like no one's doing that <laughs> stuff like what outrageous um it's great so so yes so to answer your question yeah i don't typically watch stuff but sometimes i now, are, are you, uh, this is probably the, about a, as most personal questions I'll ask you. Uh, are you an only child or do you have- I some, am an only child. Yeah. I was about to say, what was it like being like, oh, look, you know, I'm on, I'm on, cart- or not cartoon, no. I'm on a cartoon, I'm on Nickelodeon. Totally only child, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you do it to mom or dad? Like, hey man, I'm on TV. <laughs> no, because I think those are the kids that like, like, so when you're a kid actor, you're surrounded by- um, a lot of cool kids and then you're surrounded by you know some total um nightmares Mm -hmm. and so i think it's those kids that are told like you're special people are jealous of you that sort of thing and that's where you breed like the Lindsay lohans and the whatever um and you get into like a kind of um a vacuum situation there yeah you just like you don't want to breed an egomaniac and so and that's a really easy thing to do 
Um, and so, cause there people are telling you you're great and all that sort of thing. Um, and yeah, so a lot of times it's the parent's job to kind of like, not make their kid feel like shit, but like overly tell them that they're not special. Yeah. You humble them. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I'll tell you this story. So I got a 10 year old, he does karate. And then a few weeks ago, he won his first tournament ever, uh, for, he got first place. And the trophy is almost as big as him, right? So he slept with the trophy for two nights on his bed. Um, and then he came He came out, and I've told this story a couple times, so sorry, guys, that you're listening um, mm-hmm. again. But uh, he found out that he was sixth in the state in point fighting only because he's done one tournament and he scored so many points. Um, so he was just walking around, you know, rolling his shoulders. He's like, I'm sixth in the state. I'm sixth in the state. Ha. And I was like, all right, man, go up and scoop the litter box and take your cat shit and throw it outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you instantly got to humble him. And you're not going to walk around the house with his little chest puffed out, you know? Don't yeah, yeah. Cat, you know? So I completely understand what your parents were doing. That's that's good, man, because it's it's so hard to fall down that rabbit hole. When everybody's telling you shit, totally. don't think, you know, mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, man, I'm better than everybody else. And mm-hmm. you seem really well-grounded. I like that, man. Um, but uh, so with Arnold, and with uh, Avatar, which one at this point in your career do you get um, recognized for more? What questions do you get asked more about Arnold or Avatar? I mean, right now, because Avatar had such like a crazy um, summer. Sorry, my brain is not working. Uh, because Avatar had such a crazy summer. Avatar for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I get a lot of Arnold and I get a lot of, which is a weird thing now, um, and I guess it's because, again, it, it's like every 10 years when people grow up or whatever, I did a show called Bratz that was based okay. on those like terribly yeah. slutty dolls. Um, <laughs> yeah. And those people can fuck right off because they never paid us. So whatever. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. sorry. Write your thoughts, <laughs> ladies no, and gentlemen. No, no, no. It's whatever. Um, but uh, they, I get a lot of stuff from that, which is mm-hmm. weird. But I think, again, like I probably did that show when I was 24. And so now I'm 37. So it's been 13 years. So all those kids that were 10 years old watching it are now. They're having kids now. Three, right? Yeah. Or whatever. And so those are the people also, too, that like reach out on social media or whatnot. Um, which is cool. It's just cool to be part of people's childhood, childhoods. Yeah. Um, but again, it's one of those shocking things where you're like, oh, because again, you'll hear nothing about something for 10 years and then it'll pop back up. Um, and I'm just getting a lot of stuff from, from Bratz right now, which also too, which is just weird. And it's funny. It's great. Um, but yeah, so Hey Arnold, Bratz and, and Avatar. And Avatar for sure right now is just very... It's real hot right now. At the moment, yeah. yeah. Uh, when Now, were you ever a My Little Pony fan? Oh, yeah. So you obviously know bronies, right? Yeah, of course. I don't understand that fat. I really don't. Um, I mean, I'm not here to yuck anybody's yum, you know? Me neither. You get off what you get off on or you like yeah. what you like. You know, no no, no sweat off me. But do you guys have the same male equipment? Not, not to the level of a brony, but do you oh. guys have for brats? Or have you ever had not- some? Some guys. Not for Brad. People keep calling. Okay, so I'm not like well versed in anime. Like I know mm. some phrases or whatever. I don't know if you are or not. I watch um, them too. That's about it. Okay, yeah. People keep like calling like Tylee like a. I, I'm gonna pronounce it wrong. It's spelled Waif W A I F with a U. Mm. So I'm pronouncing it Waifu. So they yeah. they say that, and then like they really like. Um, have this like fantasy where she's in this like lesbian relationship with Azula which mm-hmm. I'm like sure cool whatever yeah. Um, so yeah that's like as far as that goes it's there's like, a lot of fan really, fiction is what you're telling people me people really ship <laughs> that uh, that whole little uh, lesbian dynamic which you know works for me yeah uh, but yeah as far as that sort of no I mean the bronies are like they have conventions and stuff I mean it's insane like other, yeah it's insane I mean again you're cool <laughs> I, I used to, i used to work with a guy and he tried converting me and i was on board until until he told me that hey man we could dress up together and go to these conventions i'm like it's hot in florida enough i don't need to be uh, in a suit <laughs> what's the like do they watch the show or do they just like like to dress up or like what is the thing do you know he, he liked to watch the show, but there was also, a, I think a comic book series is, is what he was talking about because they made uh, My Little Pony comic book series. 
Um, and then I don't know if it translated into a My Little Brony series, but um, there were quite a few male characters or male, I guess, male characters because he, he had these weird names for him. Um, but I don't know if it was just something he created, but it was just something. I don't know if it was just him just trying to be different. And then he met a whole bunch of friends or it was just something he really, really liked because he didn't have any sisters or brothers. Yeah, he didn't have okay. any sisters or brothers. It was just him growing up. So um, I don't know. Is, Very isn't nice. It's so interesting, like why that show, like, like why that show and not I it's just it's so interesting what people hook into and you just don't know, you know, I mean, sometimes, you know, you're doing something you're like you're making something fun like I always say uh so I did these movies in the 90s called the Brady Bunch mm-hmm. and little movies like, right yeah. little, little movies and, just a Brady Bunch whatever <laughs> and when we did the first one like we all had a like people were like oh I love that movie and I was thinking this recently like we were we all had a really good time making that like we had a we had a fucking blast mm-hmm. like people always say what's your favorite thing you did and I always say that first and hey Arnold second yeah and it was really fun and the second one what made it so fun ah, we had a great director we were all just like it was kind of like everybody's first that for the kids like everybody's first movie we were dancing we had all these you know crazy costumes like it was just a like a Brady Bunch I mean it was all just very surreal and fun you know we yeah. had a really good time um, we all got along, you know, just like one of those things where just like everything Everybody works clicks. out, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the second one, like the script was bad. <laughs> Other things, uh, you know, it just like, I shouldn't say the script was bad, but it wasn't as good. And like, yeah. it, it was a sequel, you know? And yeah, so it, it just like, there were a lot of things that didn't click on that one. And it's just not as good of a movie. And we knew we were not making a good movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so sometimes it's like, do you know you're making a pile of shit? And you do. <laughs> a lot of the time you do. Um, I don't mean to like rag on that movie too much because it's not awful. Like it's watchable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know when you're making a bad thing and you know when you're making a good thing, you yeah. know? Um, a lot of the time you don't always know that people are going to like what they're going to hook into, mm-hmm. you know? Um like my little pony or whatever uh but yeah it's just interesting that thing of like whether you know you're making something good or not when that usually you do when that movie came out like was it difficult to go out whenever that first one when everybody saw it and you know brady bunch had kind of boomed again yeah um was it hard going out or would you just get in like, oh man, that's Cindy, that's Cindy, that's Cindy, that's Cindy, you know, or was it? No, I mean, that would happen, a, that would happen a bit, but like also too, like I had a wig on in that movie, you know what I mean? And I wasn't like super recognizable and yeah, no, I mean, not in any way that's like, also I live in Los Angeles, you know what I mean? I don't live yeah. in a small town where that would, that would be a different kind of situation. Um, but no, I definitely got recognized for sure, but like not in any like, you know, some Beatles way or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's Ringo, but <laughs> uh, but no, super super fun. Yeah, very fun. So you brought up LA a few times. What's your favorite place to eat at in LA? What's your favorite place for tacos? We'll put it I up. was just gonna. Oh my god, I was just gonna say I'm like a taco girl, right? Yeah. So I'm actually trying out some new. It's like 17 miles from where I live, but some mm. there's some new taco place that's supposed to be. Or I don't know if it's new, but it's new to me. It's supposed to be like very legit in the hood. Um, so I'm going to go there this weekend. Um, love cactus tacos. There's oh, a, couple of, a couple of those locations. What'd you say? You said Nopale tacos, the, the cactus, cactus tacos. Yeah. No, no, it's literally called cactus tacos. They're, they don't even have cactus tacos, but it's called cactus tacos. Oh, okay. Because the um, I, I, I work. I know what you mean. Here, so. yeah, I, yeah, I couldn't get past those. They're very, sli- it's almost like okra. They're very slimy. So I didn't know I what like, you're talking about. I like a good greasy carnitas or an El Pastor. Oh, um, man, those are the best. Yeah, that's that's like my jam. You know what I mean? Uh, I always got to add some avocado on there. Um, Have you had a beer taco before? What's a beer taco? So a beer taco is a short rib taco. And then they take yeah. it, they take it, they chop it up. Then they throw raw white onion and then cilantro. And then they take your tortilla. They dip it in the braising liquid, right? 
and they put that on a flat top, fold it over in half so it's crispy. It is this is down. what this is what I'm getting this weekend. Oh, they are fantastic. And what's it called? It's called Bira. B. I'm can't I can't roll my R's. I'm super okay. vanilla. Oh, I can't roll my R's either. Um, but it's um, I R R I A. Oh, it's terrible. Wait. Okay. So that's actually that's literally what I'm getting from mm-hmm. this place called Pappy Los Angeles. And then there's this like dipping. Yeah. Sauce that comes with. Do you know that's, what I'm talking that's, about? Yeah, that's the braising liquid. That's the same thing yes. they dip your tortilla in. So it's like okay. a French dip, but for tacos. I'm, that's what I'm literally looking at this right yeah. now. They're like dipping. The, you can't see, but they're dipping. Oh yeah, the I can tacos. see. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's yeah. what I'm going to speak. Yeah, right? I made I made those a couple weeks ago. They're fantastic. Everybody right. destroyed it. So. Oh, I can't wait. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, that's it, it's wait. the best taco ever. Is it so. called a? Birria, B-I-R-I-A. Yeah, I'm, I, it, everybody pronounces it beer, but like I said, I'm vanilla is how yeah. I get complex okay. mayo. So fantastic, you're gonna enjoy it. Oh, um, I'm so excited. Are you adventurous when it comes to food? Yeah, I there's like really, you know, people can. I don't want to like rag on them too much, but I, I hate picky eaters. Yeah. Um, and so I will kind of eat any, I don't really have any food limitations or anything like that. I like, I'll eat anything. I don't like, um, grapefruits. Oh, I don't blame you. They're very and sour. They're just very bitter. And yeah. like, it's hard for me to think of things that I don't like. Like I'll yeah. kind of eat everything. I like. Have you had beef tongue tacos yet? I have. Yeah. They're fantastic. So yeah. Those ones yeah. I always tell people if you, if you've never had a beef Lingua. tongue taco. Yeah, lingua tacos. Yeah, there you go. They are fantastic. Uh, they smell horrible when you're cooking them, but they taste so damn good. Oh, do uh, they? Oh, I mean, because you got to boil them a little bit, and then you peel the skin off the outside of the oh. kangal's tongue. It's disgusting looking, um, but they're fantastic tacos. <laughs> um, what I always like talking food with whoever I'm interviewing, because as a fat kid since day one. Um, but, uh, what, what do you remember if what they fed you or you said it was after school. So I don't know if you guys would have a whole bunch of food on the set for anything you guys would do. What was the best meal you ever had on the set? I guess is what I'm asking. I remember once on a TV show I was doing, they brought in like lobster and I don't even remember why, like if it was, was this when Rhonda was born? I'm feeling the willing was right here. Like, Hey Arnold, (laughs) I feel like they never had food. Like maybe they'd have some like like crudite, like some baby carrots or something. Yeah. Um, but on a regular, like on a set set, they're required to feed you like mm-hmm. literally a hot meal, even if yeah. it's like a hundred degrees out because it's a union thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, some for some reason on some set they had like lobster and it was really great. Um, it's funny because it really varies, like, and you would think sometimes on certain shows we're like this is a network tv show they're gonna have like great food and they're like running out of water and you're like what (laughs) is going on um and then yeah other stuff it just it just depends like what's important to the producers right i guess uh but yeah it's always it's always craft service is always fun but now i think there's like no craft service anymore because of covid yeah like you're not allowed to eat on a set or something (laughs) I don't know what's going on. I'm ready for this shit to go over. It's been such a shitty year. Yeah. Um, the thing is, it's like, it's, n- I don't feel like it's ever going to end. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for me, um, the best way to handle it is to act like this isn't temporary, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. so I think like mentally, like the best way for people to get through it is being like, this doesn't magically end on January 1st, 2021, you know, um, like this is forever potentially. And so it's just about figuring out a new way to be. So like, I know people that have really like not left their house in five, six months. And it's like, a, they're, you know, totally psyching themselves out at this point, but B like, we just have to figure out a new way to exist. I mean, it's like, and again, you know, people talk about, vaccines and this that and the other and it's like well what if it's aids and there is never a vaccine right so you're just gonna have to wear a condom for the rest of your life and so it's just kind of that where it's like we just have to figure out a new way to like exist and you still can um you know i don't know it's i mean even even with the vaccines that they've got out now there's a group of people that will just not get vaccinated i mean 
of course. We were we were forced to get the flu shot when we were in the military. You had to get these shots. And then when you get out, it's like, meh, if you want it, get it. If not, uh, don't right. die from influenza. And right. it's just crazy. I don't I don't want to steer this in any kind of political talk because I'm extremely ignorant when it comes to politics, but it just seems No, like and it's it's not political, you know, it's just yeah. and I was I was reading today about the vaccines and they were saying, you know, one of the things that people like forget is that um the way we vaccinate children is really different. Mm -hmm. And so the that whatever vaccine they're working on right now is not for kids. Yeah. So even if we were all get vaccinated, there's still going to be this whole subset of the population that's not, you know, it's just, it's really complicated. And, and, and like you said, I'm not educated on it either, but I just think like mentally, I don't know, how is it where you are? Because where I am, everything's closed. Like there's no gyms, there's no indoor dining, there's no, bars there's no school there's but everyone else i talk to everywhere in the country seems to be it's kind of like business as usual no. so yes and no um so we all got let go in march when everything shut down from all of our jobs anybody in the food industry we took such a huge hit sure. um and then they slowly started opening up around may i think it was like 25 percent. you could have inside capacity if you wanted to there was quite a few restaurants that just chose, no, we're going to stick. We're going to just stick to to-go orders. And then right around June and July, everything started opening up. We're, we've just hit phase three a couple weeks ago uh, in here in Florida. And so are schools we, open where you are? Yeah, our school, our okay. schools are open. We're back to 100% capacity, but there are still, I'd say, like when I pass restaurants now in places I used to work or places I'd frequent, a lot of the places are still operating on 50% capacity where, you know, you have no problem sitting outside as much as you want to. We're still going to keep the six feet apart, but everybody is, everybody's afraid, but nobody's afraid if that makes any sense. But we're in that right. state, like you always hear on the news, Florida man, right? You always see right. this crazy dude right. wrestling an alligator that was hooked on meth with a raccoon for a buddy. Okay. So T tell me, tell me this, because someone from Florida told me this ages <laughs> oh, ago, and I don't know if it's true or not. They were saying that the reason that we always see so much like crazy Florida news is that Florida is like one of the only states where arrest records are public. And uh, so that you see all this crazy like stuff, but that's the reason. I don't know if that's true or not. I, I'd you like, I, I'm not sure. Cause I know the public arrest record or the arrest records are public. Cause anytime, like my, my wife's a general manager of a store. So anytime they have somebody that comes in, that's applying, the first thing they do is they look to see if they have any felonies. Cause she works in a kid's store. So okay. she, she wants to make sure the right people are in there and we're you know, hiring crazy fucking people. Um, but I think a lot of people that come down here, because this is a place that people come to retire or people okay. come down here. So we have a very crazy area here. But then you go to Miami where it was the entire city was built on cocaine. Right. right. So then you got that. And then we were the last state um, when that whole the, the do you know anything about the um, the opioid epidemic and the pill mill and all that stuff? You could literally I mean, walk into, just, just the basics. Sorry, go on. Oh, you're fine. You could literally walk into, say, my back hurts. They can give you a prescription. You go next door and you can get pills. And then you can take that same in script. Florida? In Florida, you used to be able to do this. This is like okay. a, a while ago, 10, 12 okay. years ago. So you had this yeah, yeah. crazy influx. We I can't remember what the number was, but at one point in time, I heard for every one person here that had a prescription, there was four mm -hmm. pills to every one person. And a prescription was usually filled for 30, 40 days. So, so was it just that there was no like regulation or like what's like, how did that happen? I think it was just no regulation. It was pretty much the wild, wild west here. Okay. Um, and then that got shut down a little while ago. I want to say five, 10 years, maybe a little bit longer than that, but it was the wild, wild west out here. And then, like I said, you've got so many people that come down here and retire. So many people that just don't want to deal with winners. Um, why they want to come here and deal with skeeters and deal with 115 degree weather is beyond me. But that's neither yeah. here nor there, you know. Um, so I just think it's just that everybody wants to come down here. We've got the Mickey Mouse. We've got Universal Studios. So mm -hmm. most people like the weather, and we don't have state. We got state income taxes, but we're not paying like uh, California does. Like Texas yeah, your does. taxes are really good, really low. So everybody yeah. wants to retire here when they get that big paycheck. Tom Brady, okay, Joe Rogan going to Houston, you know. So okay. I don't know. It's just crazy here. And then any story you ever hear on the news, it's something in Florida. Like I said somebody wrestling a gator that had meth. Right, right, right. So, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's weird here. <laughs> okay. Um, Are you from Florida? 
Sadly, yes, I was born here. I've uh, been all over the world, been all over the, this country, stationed here, there, and everywhere. Um, and this is by far my least favorite state. It's mainly just because of the yeah. heat and the mosquito. Yeah, okay. you, you get tired of you know walking to your car after you get out of the shower and you're drenched in sweat. And then you're just like, ah, man, this is miserable. But it's got its perks. Um, We get one winter day a year. So there's that. There's that. Uh, Yeah. And we got Universal (laughs) and Disney. So there's that. Okay. (laughs) So, but how about you? Have you been in LA your entire life? Yeah, I'm from, I grew up in LA. Um, And I have to leave, like, I have to go on a big trip, like, once a year. I lose my mind just because I'm from here. Um, But now there's no traveling. Uh, Where Where do you like to go? Southeast Asia is like my favorite. I really love Asia. Um, but my favorite place ever in like the whole world is New Zealand. It's so yeah. incredible there. Uh, but yeah, I love, I, I love Asia just for like the food. It, it's the best food. It's incredibly inexpensive. Oh, yeah. um, the people are like so kind. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you can get an amazing hotel in the middle of a city uh, for 45 bucks a night, you know, I mean, it's like hard to beat like stuff like that, you know? Um, so yeah, as like beautiful as Europe and all that is, and it is lovely. Whenever I go anywhere, my husband's always like, do we have to go back to Asia? I'm like, yes. <laughs> Cause you just get spoiled. You're like, yeah. but I can have a massage every day. Cause it's $12. You know, it's like that sort of thing. Um, it's really enticing and it's beautiful too. So but yeah, the food is just like, oh my God, out of, out of this world. You know? Have you gotten to go to Thailand yet? I have never been to Thailand. You want to talk, uh, I can't remember, they had a nickname for it. It's like the land of a thousand smiles or something, something land of smiles. Everybody's yeah, yeah, always yeah. just so happy there. Um, probably the craziest food experiences I've ever had have all come from Thailand. You know, so you'd walk off the boat and then there's street vendors. Like I've never seen street vendors the before. That's right? where you get so, the best food is this okay. is on the street. And the some of the weirdest stuff. So I got, uh, Thailand was the first place I ever actually had bugs. Um, okay. so I had, uh, the larva, I, I couldn't, the, the consistency alone, it made me want to gag. Flavor was great, but it was just like, it, you ever, have you ever had tofu? I, I was going to say, I feel that way about intestines. It, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's chewy, but soft, but it's, it's, there's something there that is just the a gag factor. The consistency is tough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, however, that it, Right after that, and I wanted to throw up, there was another guy selling spiders, and I'm deathly afraid of spiders, so I didn't go anywhere near that one. However, it was the first place. I, um, it was a, some kind of a cricket. It was a little bit bigger than a regular cricket, and I've had them in Mexican cuisine as well, but it tasted like a spicy potato chip, and they were- it Just however they cook, whatever they cook it yeah. in, kind of like yeah. you said, like tofu, just kind of absorbs that. Yeah, and it was really, really good, and then you're just walking down, and by the time I've hit five or six food stands, I've literally spent $9 American because it was like one to 45 bot over there. Some crazy it's shit like incredible. that. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It was fantastic. You, you live and like you a king or a so queen. well. Yeah. Free. It's, it's hard to, it's hard to go back. I mean yeah. like, you know, to go back to like real life. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it feels, it feels like a dream. It feels like, oh man, I'm, I was supposed to be, this is what retirement is supposed to feel yes. like. Yes. Yeah. Um, when, did you get to travel before, like when you were a kid, did you get to, you know, go and see different places, different States, different countries, or was this just when you got older? Yeah. I mean, I think like, so when my mom and I would always road trip when I was young and then when for on like summer, we'd leave my dad here and go on a road trip. But, um, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, when, I guess the first time, like I went to Europe, was we did a European press tour for the Brady Bunch that was mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. It was like a trip that, you know, like we each had our own chauffeur. Like it was just out of control, you know, top notch, whatever. Um, and we did France, uh, no, wait, where'd we go? Uh, uh, England and Germany for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah. And then I, you know, bounced around Europe a little here and there, but really, I guess when I was like, maybe I was young, uh, maybe like 21, I, no, older, sorry. Uh, yeah, probably like 23. I went to Hong Kong for the first time by myself. I was just like, I want to go to Hong Kong. Um, (laughs) and that's when I really, I mean, I had been places alone before I had taken like trips to France and whatever, um, and Scotland and stuff, but that's when I really was like, okay. And then, 
Um, years after that, I was when I went to uh, New Zealand for the. I've been to New Zealand three times, but I went there for the first time uh, for a comic con. I was like, this is paradise and which they've proven over and over again yeah. now it's like now the secret's out and everyone knows new zealand's yeah. awesome um first uh no it's <laughs> it's great it's and i went there like three years in a row for a month each time um and just road tripped and like oh my god like best country on earth um so yeah i just like kind of have that travel bug and then like luckily too so i so i will just travel just regardless but then luckily too through like comic cons and whatnot so like last year i did um which was cool was they were actually both on military bases one was in okinawa and one was in tokyo um and i was this time last year i was in japan for a month um because all what will happen is i'll go to a con and a con's only two days but then i'll yeah. stay for like weeks mm -hmm. um and spend all the money that i made at the con <laughs> and not actually not actually make any money but i'll be yeah. like great um this pays for my my trip um so yeah that so last year i was lucky i went to malaysia and borneo and singapore for a month and then i went to japan for a month so i'm lucky that like this year there was no travel because yeah. i feel like i i satiated it a little bit last year um but i'm just starting to like it's been a year now so i'm like i'm getting the itch i'm like where can we go and the only places we're allowed to go are really like mexico and jamaica mm. and i'm like i could make it work yeah. Mexico scares me a little bit. I have to be honest. I, I it really like, and I'm not like a scared person in that way, but I'm just like that cartel, man. Oh yeah. You know? And like people die in Mexico. Like they do. Um, and just, and I've known a couple of people who died in Mexico. I just like, it kind of like wigs me out. It would be hard to go down there and relax when, so when I was in San Diego, I was, I was over there and I was in there from 2011 to like roughly 2012 because I caught a deployment going to Jacksonville and everything like that. So it was very sporadic in the places I was at. But while I was here, um, I remember the we were one exit away from Mexico um, where we stayed at. And uh, we stayed off of Palm Ave in San Diego. And uh, whenever I'd go home, come off a of base, you see this huge mountain. Right. And the huge gate separating our country from their country. Yeah. And it's just this huge flag of uh, the Mexican flag. So I remember getting home one day and then turning on the news. And this is when they had taken the cartel had taken two trucks and then they stopped them on the interstate and they had tarps over them and they just got out and left them. Um, one tarp truck was severed heads and the other one was the bodies that the heads went to and the cartel just left them there. And I'm sitting here watching a message or just because they were just lazy or like I... <laughs> Shit, Paco, you left the trucks, man. What? I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> I want to say it was to send a message because during this time, this is 2012, somewhere around that time frame. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, it was already starting to heat up. Everybody was really like the tensions were already running high. Um, so I don't know really what it was, but there was a lot of cartel hits. Uh, I think that the government might have been in an influx because they were trying to vote in people and trying to vote out people and all this other stuff in Mexico. Um, so I think it was just a crazy turbulent time at that time. Um, but I just remember like, man, this has completely killed any hopes of me going across and enjoying Mexico. Yeah, that, that. And then like, you just hear like, even at the resorts, like they'll have like, there was a thing a couple of years ago where like, there was like fake booze, mm -hmm. like top shelf booze, but yeah, they, they were put, like sick. fake yeah and people were getting sick and like you know i just all like cheryl sandberg's husband like died on a treadmill at a mexican resort. like all that stuff is just yeah. shady to me and i just yeah. um yeah and that it's a bummer because like of all the languages i can speak it's pr or i can't speak any languages i should say <laughs> um of all yeah, the languages i can't good. speak Spanish is, is a little bit I can. Um, and I've been to Colombia and stuff, which is beautiful um, and great. Yeah, Colombia is like it. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. And it's it's there's really cool parts and there's great culture and all that. I just, um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I just, just don't fuck with Mexico. I just don't. Uh, for yeah. me, they've got the... Like my, my favorite food of all time has always been Southern food. 
Um, and there's nothing that can beat fried chicken for me. But when it comes to anything other than Southern food, it's hands down Mexican is my go-to right after the bat. So can you get good Mexican food in Florida or is it all Cuban? When you cook like me, everything tastes like Mexican. Everything tastes like Thanksgiving, everything. So okay, okay. I don't mean to, I don't mean to showboat and gloat, but I can do, okay. but there is some really, really good Mexican places. And one of the best Mexican food places I've ever experienced as I've ever had was actually in Norfolk, Virginia, of all places, you know, you Virginia, you're not known for Mexican. I had great Thai food in Louisiana once. So yeah. I, I hear you. Yeah. yeah I mean, so yeah. There's, there's some hit or miss places or there's some places that are really, really good, but Florida, Compared to LA, Chicago, New York, big places, Houston, Dallas, uh, we're about 10 to 15 years behind most people's food trends. Like what was hot 10 years ago is just starting to get hot here in Florida. Sure. Um, but even New York, you're not getting like amazing Mexican food. I mean, we're very spoiled here in LA where it's like. It's just, I loved being able to not only get avocados on the side of the road for a whole bag, five bucks. And then you go amazing. to the store, you go to Ralph's and it's $5 for one. Yeah, you know, yeah. that was fantastic. But also I miss the Mexican street corn dude that would just run up and down the streets and elote, elote, oh, pff, come on, brother, put that yeah. shit on. We're going to go. You know, I miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, we're, we're not as spoiled as LA when it comes to great Mexican food, but there are some good places here. Um, and you got your Southern food. Oh man. Like I said, if I could as eat. As far fried, south as you can get. I mean, if you could fry chicken and I could eat it all day, I'd probably be 400 pounds, but I think I'd be <laughs> happy. So, um, but a segue, because I don't want to keep you too much longer. I always like to hit that hour mark and I don't ever want to go too far with you guys. Um, so whenever I start wrapping up, I always ask some sim simulation, Jesus Christ today. I always ask some question that is similar in a sense, but it's not really. Um, so what I mean by that is uh, when you think of all the stuff you've worked on from Bratz to Avatar to the Brady Bunch, you know, that little movie that you talked about earlier, <laughs> huge. Um, and then you've got everything else. Uh, which one would you say now gives you the most satisfaction or you, you felt the most rewarded for? Like, like in my soul, like have fond memories of, or like, what do you mean? Or wait. So when, when you think of, like, uh, you think of right? So you think of all the shows, yeah, I guess. Like, or or do you mean like emotional, emotional, physically effect. rewarded? We'll go both. We'll go one okay. physical and one emotional if they're different. Um, which one soothes your soul? I don't know about if any of them. <laughs> That's a bold statement. Um, but Brady Bunch is like my childhood, you know, and I spent a lot of time like doing that and that also like facilitated me getting other work and things like that. So that's definitely like the thing for me yeah. um, personally. Um, and then, and I love Hey Arnold, uh, same thing. The, the, like the main products that I worked on as a child, you know, are very, um, now you're just like, it's more um, for me anyway. I don't know. You're more like um, paycheck driven. Yeah. you know um but as a kid it's more about and there's uh, honestly i mean there's terrible things you work on as a kid too and you're like this yeah. is awful um <laughs> i did this series of commercials once and the director every time would wear a mask because he didn't know how to like direct kids so he wore like a fred flintstone mask is this you know that seems crazy. really weird yeah it was pretty weird um <laughs> did he do a good fred flintstone impersonation it no, it was, no it was pretty weird um, <laughs> but so, so, you know, uh, so not completely that way, uh, but everything we do as a kid is great. Um, but yeah, so definitely, I think those two projects for sure, like my all time, like when, when I see it, I'm like, oh, you know, there's no bad, I'll put it this way. There's no bad memories associated with that. Whereas like other projects, um, not avatar, but other TV shows and things that I've done, I'm like, oh yeah, that was, that was a shit show, you know, or like. <laughs> that person was an asshole or whatever it was yeah. or like, but both of those projects have like zero negativity attached to them for me. So, yeah. yeah. Now, if you could bring back out of those three that you mentioned, so the Brady Bunch, the Hey Arnold and the Avatar. Yeah. If you could physically go to a series right now, which one are you taking? Oh, Hey Arnold for sure. Yeah. yeah. Now, would you want to play Rhonda again or would you want to do a different character? If you could. No. It's always fun to be bad. Yeah. <laughs> you always, I, I, for me personally, I always like those characters that weren't, you know, um, 
So you had black and white. I always liked those characters that were gray, right? The Batman. Sure. The guy that wasn't afraid to, you know, take it to another level or a guy that showed a different dimension. Yeah. And it's fun to play drama too, like yeah. highs and lows and all that, you know, angst and all that stuff is very fun. Did you, did you have to get in a different headspace or since you were so young, you were already kind of, you know, no. your emotions and everything are going all over the place because you're growing and you're seeing stuff or. No, I mean, I'm so, I've been doing this since I was like two years old. So I'm so dialed into that. And like, um, you know, as an actor and as a kid actor, I think especially like, you know, no bad days. Like you're not allowed to like, if you're sick, you're going to work. If yeah. you're like feeling bad, like you're going to work, like had a bad day, like you're going to work. Like it doesn't really matter. Yeah. So, I mean like, yeah, I'm sure there were days where like, I was like, I don't feel like doing this today, but it doesn't factor into, yeah. you know, the world. Um, I feel you. Yeah. So I, I like for me, like my husband, for example, grew up, normal or whatever um <laughs> so like i can snap out of a bad mood or like be like oh i don't want to do this and i'm gonna do it anyway and i'm gonna put a smile on my face and you'll never be able to tell yeah um, and for him like that's a lot harder because he didn't grow up that way um but no i mean uh you fake it till you make it right may i use that almost on a consistent basis Got to. Uh, it hasn't failed me yet, you know. Yeah. Um, when in doubt, Google or YouTube works fantastic as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, makes you really look professional. Uh, <laughs> when when you said you can, you know, switch that or you can you can flip that switch. Mm. Do you think that's made you a, a better person, or you can get through some shit that most most people can't? Or probably make me a sociopath. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're laughing now. Um, no, uh, yeah. I mean, it's definitely a tool. Like that's the thing about like kid acting like if you survive mm -hmm. it gives you these incredible tools right but that's you know if you survive because there are literally dead bodies everywhere yeah. um but yeah no i mean it definitely uh acting is a great tool because you know life is um a lie for the most part right i mean most of most people are kind of faking their daily existence um and Maybe they're not. I don't know. <laughs> Most people I talk to, if they're honest, are. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's definitely a way of, like... And I think, too, there's a lot of... Um, I don't give in to my emotions, you know? Yeah. And um, so I think, yeah, part of it is just, like, it toughens you up in that way, mm. which is a good thing, you know? Um because when you give in and not to say that it's not good to be sad or angry or whatever. Um, but sometimes you got to just toughen the fuck up and yeah. get through it, you know? Um, so yeah. So it helps in that regard. If that makes sense. All right. And this is the last question. Okay. Uh, when you sit down and then you've taken the microphone and then you've put it up for the last time, right? yeah. not stepping on another set again. Okay. When you sit back and you look, might be a two-parter so when you sit back and you look right and you think hey arnold what's the first thought that comes to your mind oh i just like have just nothing but love for that show and like i was at the beach with craig bartlett last this past weekend you know um we were hanging out um hard man to get a hold of i'll tell you that <laughs> he's so yeah, sure. you know, so busy he is very busy yeah. um and he's edit he's finishing up his movie right now and other stuff um and he has a lot of people trying to get a hold of him um yeah. but he's a sweetheart and he's a to me he's a total creative genius oh yeah um and he will you know let me look at his sketchbooks and i mean it's just he's he is a my husband and I talk about this, like he's a goal for aging because mm -hmm. he's, I guess in his sixties now. And he's like still so creative, still yeah. so curious, like always talking about a movie he's seen or and a book he's reading and like a song he's listening to. And he's a musician and like, he just loves life. Yeah. Um, and he has stayed curious. And that's refreshing. And yeah. It's so great. It's really cool. Um, Cause I think a lot of people, uh, where people misstep as they age is they think they're a finished product. Yeah. And uh, they kind of stop 
learning and we were sitting there on the beach and dude was like trying to learn Spanish and stuff on his phone <laughs> um, and reading a book and you know, all this other stuff. Um, so yeah, I, there's a, a curiosity about him. That's just super lovely. And, uh, and again, I, he's just, just like you know. salt of the earth. It sounds like, yeah, he really is. And he's a super creative person and it's like lovely to be around. Um, so yeah, I have nothing but like love for that show. And uh, I talked to Andy who played Phoebe all the time. And yeah, I just, uh, all, all good vibes, you know? Yeah. For sure. Well, I got to say, man, I really appreciate it. I love this show growing up. I'm so uh, glad. I, I love this show now. Uh, my kid's watching it now. So it's it's going to be that thing where you, it's always passed down. You know, it's going to be uh, – that Stephen King book that gets passed down, that TV show that gets passed down. This is going to be It's timeless. It is. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. how old you are. This show, Hey Arnold, as soon as that, that first beat drops and you hear, Hey Arnold, you are transported back in time, right? Um, I've had, like I said, so much fun talking with you tonight. I really appreciate you doing this. Um, of course. Appreciate all you guys that work so hard on this show. Um, is there anything that you can talk about that you're working on that you might want to tell people, Hey, not really. I just did this like star Wars audiobook that just came out, but I have this big thing. Like it's a big franchise that's coming out. I can't talk about it. In fact, I just got in trouble for talking about it. So I really can't. You're perfectly fine. Where, where can they stay tuned and find out what Olivia's working on down the road when you can hit me up on Instagram. I'm on Twitter, but I never go on Twitter. Um, I don't even know how to use Twitter. I'm old. Uh, So just hit me up on Instagram, OliviaHack1, because there's someone with my name that has never posted anything. It's cool. Um, Yeah. (laughs) She is OliviaHack1. We are at in, or what's in your podcast? I don't know. Fuck, man. I'm going to have to put this shit on here so people can see it and they can go to it, because I don't even know what it's at. I've changed it twice at this point. But like I said before, thank you so much for taking the time with me. I really appreciate it. Uh, Thank you for having me. That is on down the road. Um, Keep crushing it. And uh, enjoy those beer tacos because I'm so I will. I'm very excited this weekend, Sunday. <laughs> uh, thank you again. You have a great night and Thanks. talk to you later. You too. Bye, man. Thanks again for checking out the What's in My Head podcast. If you're digging what you're hearing, leave us a five star rating. That will help other fans of animation and pop culture find the show. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button, tell a friend, and I'll see you guys and gals next week. Good night.